We don't change the world by what we say or what we do, but rather who we become. You want to become the message so much and embody it so much that you don't even have to articulate. If we truly want to change things, then the work always comes back. It's who we become. Be the change you want to see in the world. Like, oh, you think this person is in your life for, them, for you to help them? No, no. God has many messengers. There are many people he can send to help this person. He doesn't need you to help. Welcome to the In Search of More podcast. I am your host, Ellie Nash. Join me weekly on my quest for more. More from myself and more from this world. We'll see you on the other side. All right, Tyler, what's up? So uh, I read this um, in Power vs. Force by uh, David Hawkins. He said, we don't change the world by what we say or what we do, but rather who we become. Is that? Has that land for you? For me, it dropped like a boom. I guess... It was like a money shot. I understand the idea that actions speak louder than words, right? Well, he... Yeah. But how does what we do differ from who we... You said who we become? Yes. How do those two differ? Well, we can do anything, right? You can... Um, oh. go, you can go now... Um, walk into Publix and pay for a few people's shopping carts. That's what you did. And then you can become a charitable person, which is someone who's generous with their time, with their money, with their resources, with what they have, they're comfortable sharing. You can do something, and yes, you can sometimes have to act your way into being, right? You do that enough times and you get the feedback from it, you'll start doing it probably right. more and more. But the change is by what we become. Meaning, so what, why was it so, like why was like the money shot for me is because so many of us want to, let's, let's talk about saying, how many teachers are teaching things that you know they don't believe? You just freaking know it. Right. You know? Right. It's the... I, I don't know, the, the fat man talking about exercise. Right. Right. It's right. these these uh, these ideas that we know that person doesn't believe. When we hear it, we hear it from them. But they're saying, hey, it's a good idea. Why don't I share it with the world? Like, why, why not? So you see it a lot in religious circles where you'll see people sharing ideas, sharing concepts, and say, okay, these are good concepts. These are good concepts to share and teach. They're, they're good. They would be good for the world. They themselves don't, I want to say believe it. They themselves don't own it. Embody it. Yes, they are not those, those, those lessons. Right. Meaning a lot of ideas I have may be similar to someone else's. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get it from there. Right. Right, meaning right. I'm, I'm not talking about things, even though in this case I'm talking about something I read in a book, it's because something about my experience, like this landed for me. 
this was I read a whole book and this one sentence was boom. And it's a I've it's a big book. Right. It's yeah, a big like, it's it's a massive. tough it's a, read yeah. too. The power of Force? Yeah. yeah. It's a tough read. We I was one of the I don't may have mentioned this, but we had to read this book for a previous company of mine. But no, it's so this did this land for you because you had experienced this with other people or because there was something deep inside you that knew that you weren't living up to this? It dovetails so much with some of the other things we've been talking about on the podcast right. and this continuous message. For me, it's this constant reminder, constant reminder of this is about me. This is about my process. This is about me. This is about my – I get this lesson like 10 times a week. Like, oh, you think this person is in your life for the, for you to help them? No. Right. No, God has many messengers. There are many people he can send to help this person. He doesn't need you to help. They're there to help you. And every time you get tripped up, every time I get tripped up on this little thing, I'm reminded again. It's like, no, it's about me. It's about me. So for this was, hey, this one's about me. Because there's a sense sometimes as you're going, it's like, okay, I just got it. Like, that's what this is all about. I got it. And no, it's not. You never got it. So what happens is, and you see it a lot, you know, kind of to me, it's like the holistic healing versus the Western healing. So, so much of Western healing is, okay, I'm going to go to, and I'm talking about mental health healing, is I'm going to go to a um, therapist who's been trained for a bunch of years and knows these modalities really well. And whether they themselves or don't, whether they do or don't embody this message is irrelevant. Then you take, let's say, the 12-step approach. No, you're not going to get a drunk sponsor. Like, why would you... Why would you do that? But then, but someone who's learned this, who's become this, who's spent five, six, seven years learning how to navigate a life without alcohol, and now you're trying to do it, and then they are all these lessons. So they're not sitting there and, oh, here's a checklist, because then they would just write a book. Here, take it. Right. No, they're sponsoring you through this process. Why? Because who they become has been what allows you to change. You sitting with that person, it's... You become them, and then you are them, and then you are where they are, right? So a sponsor is the model, the role model for, for it. So the point is, and the same is true in a lot of the you know, more holistic healing ways, right? The, the shaman doesn't serve medicine. First, he drinks the medicine. Right. Then he serves the medicine. Right? Meaning that the shaman is in, is in on this game too. Yes, he's done it more times, and maybe he's not struggling with the same thing you are, but he's he's taking the medicine too. He has not st- stopped. And uh, Shaman Omar, who we've interviewed, he says, if if your shaman's not drinking the medicine, don't trust the shaman. You want a shaman who's drinking the medicine that 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 he's serving you. That's my point. My point is is that if we truly want to change things, then the work always comes back. It's who we become, and it's continuing to work on that. And then as we as we do that, then just more people in our world become that. It's <clears throat> not going to say enough things to make the world a good place. Right. We're going to become it, and then little concentric circles, our little circles going to get healthier well, and so on and so forth. It's like the last episode we just did. We talked about, um, for example, uh, you understand the toxicity of secrets, right? And you could have mm-hmm. this generation generational backlog of secrecy right and it stops with you and then all of a sudden now your children understand that that secrets aren't okay right because you've become this and you've embodied this and now they understand 
without even having to have it articulated to them that secrets aren't okay. And mm-hmm. then what are they going to do? They're going to teach the people around them that secrets aren't okay. But they're and not, their children. But they're not going to teach them, meaning they're not going to say it. because It's going to be understood, I suppose. Yes, they're going to live it. They're not even going right. to know. Right. They wouldn't even know. They won't even know they know it right. because they won't even know there was something else to know. Right. There's nothing to teach. Right. For example, um, America generally values freedom. Right. It does. It does. And it's because we do that we don't really understand the possibility of not having freedom because we don't really see how crazy that can become. Right. The, the life of no freedom. So in a lot of ways, we've begun to embody this idea of we are free. We are free people. Right. And yet there's another side of it that, yes, if there aren't certain ideas communicated and understanding that there's a risk from the outside, certain ideas we have to transmit to the youth. And we spoke about that in a previous podcast. But this idea that we are free. Well, so I'll give you an example. Give me an example. So imagine someone who was freed from slavery. There would be the real distinct possibility that for years before going to the bathroom, they thought they had to ask someone for permission. They would continue, they, they may continue to live until they get out of the mindset of slavery. They may still have this idea in their head that they need permission from someone to and they can end up communicating that to their children without even knowing it. It's like the child is just asking for way too much permission right. to, to do something. Right. And then eventually one breaks it. I don't even ask anyone. I'm a free man. If I'm not hurting anyone, I can try anything. I can do anything. I can. Let's go for it. Right. That person's free. And now their child doesn't even know about their great-grandfather who is freed from slavery. They just, mm-hmm. This concept of that one could even be in this mental prison of slavery and thinking they, they just think this is the way of the world. This is what you do. You do whatever you want. You don't have to. So they've been granted a gift. It wasn't earned, but been granted a gift, and now they live that. Well, it's understandable why that hit like a ton of bricks. Now, at least, you know. Um, well, it's not only that, but, and this may be simplifying it, right? But if you see somebody, like let's use the example of the fat person who preaches about exercise, right? You see that person, and you know they're full of it, and you can usually tell when a person's full of it. Right? right I'm not. I'm not giving ab works out. <laughs> don't uh, don't follow that routine. No, but but um, you know, people. We can do the routine of how to feel good anyway. <laughs> people but. generally see you, and they, I would imagine, at least I do. I'll speak for myself. I get. I I know that you believe in in what you're saying. Because you embody it, right? Which leads me to want to listen to what you have to say, right? And even potentially share it with other people, right? So I guess just to 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 bolster your point is it's easy to see that you're not full of it, so I want to go spread your message. Or not even spread your message. I want to embody your message. And I guess even more so than your message, what I see works for you, right? That's so. That's the change, right? So when when right. you have something, and others say, "Okay, how like how did that happen? How did you go?" So whatever someone may be um, 
moved by, whether it's a sense of peace or a sense of um, courage or lack of shame in certain areas, whatever it is, right? That someone may see is, hey, I want that. I'm, like, I feel that I want that. How do I get that? And then you're not going to communicate that as well through saying it to people. So, okay, let me sit here on this low level without having ever accessed this state, but share with them the ideas of someone who did. And I'm just going to repeat these ideas and hope that it changes the world. It's not. It's not going to move it. What's going to move it is us elevating ourselves. So meaning, so imagine there's the guru. Okay, and the guru's worked for years and years and years and has become tremendously enlightened and has lessons. Repeating this guru's lessons forever is not going to move the needle. It's becoming the guru as much like the guru and as many people as possible becoming like the guru. That's what's going to um that's what that's what's going to get that person's message out to the world. So if if there's someone, right? If there's some some teacher, and some of these teachers are more well known than others, some are you know sitting on a mountaintop and you know they've they they've worked through years and years and years to get to a a place of tremendous enlightenment. And now they have enlightenment. So they share this idea and you're like, wow, this idea can change the world. So all I'm going to do is I'm going to take their books, I'm going to publish them, I'm going to put them out there, I'm going to share their message with the world and everything else. It's not going to mean much unless someone takes those ideas and then becomes that person. But it's going to mean a ton if someone does become that person. If someone right. becomes those ideas, then that's the change. That's the change that's going to happen. You see a lot of expression of this point and it, it kind of similar to some other I, the concept of patient zero but this takes it like we are patient zero everything's about us it's some of that idea but this is a little bit like uh, an extension well it's like uh, of that idea maybe i don't know be the change you want to see in the world kind of yeah right yeah very similar to to that like you know so imagine there is a a teacher who you really feel that if their message got out to the world the world would be a better place, then the way to make that happen is to you yourself study the teachings of this teacher so well until you become as close to the teacher as possible and then walking through life, things will change. So I guess two reasons. Putting his books around is not... Right. So I guess... Um... That a couple reasons why that's so powerful is because one, you have to understand the message well enough to articulate it for yourself. Because if you can't articulate it for yourself, you don't. Part of it, yeah. You're right. And then I guess the second part, or there's probably more parts, but the second part I'm thinking of is because um, it's like we said earlier, you want to become the message so much and embody it so much that you don't even have to articulate it. Right. Okay. And this may be, this may be kind of hits the point home in a different way is very often we're, we're, let's say we're reading a book or we're learning something right. or we're going through a plant medicine journey. Let's make a difference, right? Any of these things. We're learning something. And we're like, well, I have to remember that. I have to remember that. Why do we want to remember it? We want to remember it to remind ourselves, to tell someone else for what reason we want to remember it. Don't remember it. Become it. Like, the, the, the point that I'm making is the change that we're going to make is not by saying, hey, let me communicate this idea to you. It's not enough. Right. Become the person you won't even have to communicate the idea. Right. 
It doesn't matter. You'll walk through the streets and people will feel it. They will just know. You'll resonate that idea. People will drink. They'll be swimming in that idea, just being in your presence. And that will be the change. And you can say it a thousand times, and it'll hardly make an iota of a difference until one of them says, you know what? I'm going to work my ass off to become that. Right. Who told you that? Let me read his books. Then let me, you know, then let me do the work of becoming that. That's how we change. We change by becoming what it is. And I guess it's sensitivity and why I'm passionate about this is that I saw a lot of, I've seen a lot of the former approach of here's this guru who's done the work. Here's someone who's reached a state of enlightenment. Let me just share his message with the world as if this will do something. It's going to do very little. You want that message to get out there? Become that. Do the work of becoming that. Go through the process of becoming what he's become. And then the change will happen without you even remembering right. the or handing out his books. The change just... in the world, you mean? Exactly, yeah. And I, cause I just... A lot of us are trying to change the world right. by what we say and what we do. And this right. point is, no, that's not change. We it's start... who you are. To you, you start become. vibrating different. Just yeah. someone will pass you for a second, and they'll just know it. It's, it seems so simple, doesn't it? Maybe not an execution, way. but no, it's the hardest way. That's I, why everyone does the opposite. I, I, the, the idea, the, the idea, idea is, is so is right. It just so clicks, simple. right? Right. It it's also, like obviously, it's not so obvious. So if you want to do something meaningful, what would you do today? If you want to do, okay, I want to do something meaningful in the world, what would you do? Normally, that's going to be an external expression in some way. Even this is a form of an external expression. Right. But this is, not, this is not the work. What we're right. doing here is not the work. This is the, this is the gift from sitting in the sewer for hours, coming out with something, and then saying, okay, here's my gift. Right, let me share it. <clears throat> here's the gift that I got as part of the process. Let me share it. Let me share a little bit of it. This right. is not the work. This is not the change in the world. The change in the world is going in. So if I want to make a difference, the, the, the real work is done in the middle of the night alone, working through something. Right. Saying you let go, you let go of that resentment, or you let go of you know, whatever it was that you were holding on to. That's the move. Don't talk about resentments. How much of that changes? Just let that resentment go. And without you even ever saying a word, but you don't have to remember it. You don't have to remember it. You will just become that change. My first plant medicine journeys, I was writing notes like crazy. I'm trying to remember everything, remember everything. Sometimes I said, too much to remember. Just don't remember. Become them. Become that piece of information. Become that knowledge. Become the wisdom. And that's it. But that's where it's not that's it. That's the work. That's the hard part. It's going into the gutter to get the right. to get the gold. Much easier, much easier said than so, that. Right, so what, that's what I mean, is that instinctively we're programmed that if we want to make a change, then it's an external expression, and I'm saying no. You want to make a change? Do the, exp do the work inwardly. Do that deep, 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 deep work. And it's like, hey, what do I do? I change the world today? Why? By sitting, uh, you know, working through this issue? Yeah, I'm not saying sit there forever. Don't sit in therapy forever. Of course not. But you'll know when it's time to come out. It's time to come out when... When that's, that work's done. And then, the re then you get, okay, you enjoy this. This is something you like doing. Okay, so now you have something to share. And you'll do this. But this is not the work. The work is going back in. And doing it again. And again. And again. And again.
Otherwise, these would get stale fast. I'll be talking about porn addiction for the next 10 years. Who wants right. to hear that? Right. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Are you the porn addict guy? No, I'm not any guy. No. I'm the guy who's working. Right. Right, who's working to change, who's working to do something. Who's working to move. So the lesson I learned five years ago about porn addiction, well, I'm going to keep talking about it and keep talking about it forever. There are lessons that we can now connect and an extension of it, an extension, and sure, go back to it. And if someone's in that struggle, so talk to them about it as a hook, but then bring them back to where I am today. For, you know, But I'm not looping through the same, the same thought forever. So I go to the gutter once, get the gold, and sure, no, keep doing it. And that's the change. The change is to continuously go back in and go back in and go back in and find it's never-ending process. This might be a silly question, but I guess how do you know how do you know what to go in and change? It comes up. It, it'll just come up. Right. Once you change one thing, you'll see another thing come up and another thing. Yeah, it'll be a trigger. It'll be something. Like, what bothered me today? What am I frustrated with? What am I angry right. at? What am I so I guess part of that holding on be, to? What can I let go of? What am I obsessing over, ruminating? It's, do hey, a, why is that there? Do a daily meditation. Could be, yeah. Prayer, meditation, yeah. Um, was it? Was it Schneer Kaplan that talked about this? That's, that that episode will go out soon. I don't, it's not been released as of today, but um, oh God. the idea that if you're going through your day and you're uh, bothered by something, right, you should just don't focus on it. Let it go because it's not the time to deal with it, right? But go back, have a specific time in the day where you do go. and Yeah, I think it was you who mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning if you're out there doing something, right, and that voice comes in, that's not a holy voice. But come back in at a later time. Or it came in, boom. Okay, we'll reconnect with you with you tonight. Right. And then from there, where those times that are designated for that work is go back in. Yeah. And that's why those who practice, right, spend more and more and more time. Those who get further along the path, and this is not something that I'm there far right i still work most of my day there's still plenty of external expression in my life a lot of external expression but you see as people go further along the journey very often it's with a lot of time for for internal expression it's possible on the telltale end of that that someone can do that so rapid fire that they don't need it as they don't need it going as long to right. get the gold right that they can do it in in a breath while they're standing there talking to you it's possible that you know, as people go further along. But as you see people further along than the average person, I'm not talking to people, you know, who've, you know, tremendous, tremendous enlightenment, but people further along the journey, yes, they'll spend more and more time inward, more and more time looking for those things that, that uh, have to be removed. And as they adjust it, as they become that, then the world around them changes like I, those are the people who've had the most significant impact on the world not the people who said right. certain things they, they became certain things right. right it wasn't what martin luther king said to give an example it's not jewish it was the boldness that he said it with right. it was the clarity that he said it with. like how did he become that like right. it was just like standing there when right. so many people felt so so many black people at the time felt like slaves and felt weakened and felt disempowered and he sat there with a clarity and conviction. And that's, it's not what he said. I have a dream. It's not what he said. It's how he said it. And it just right. felt so freaking real. And like, where did this booming voice come from when so many felt disenfranchised and powerless? And out comes this guy who's like 
became something else and boom and lifted up so many so many people not only black people but so many others and said holy shit like what is that like i can right he became something and it had to be from i would have to imagine there was something that he went into to pull that kind of power out and then boom the world and it was still like that message is still is still reverberating it wasn't it wasn't words he said it was an expression of something deep down that's what when you hear the the tapes of that you just feel like a power behind those words right i said where did that come from and when you put it in context of who was this guy and what time frame was he doing so many felt disenfranchised at that time so many felt powerless right now you're standing behind a microphone booming voice power from the gut commanding the world like i have a dream right. it's not like any anger any frustration it was it wasn't like it was of anger it was like a good anger it wasn't like this um it was a power yeah it wasn't like don't don't pity me don't hey it was boom force so he became that then he expressed it and that's what reverberated so it wasn't the if, if he would have given that speech to someone else as an example and say here what's he gonna say you're gonna stand up and you're gonna say i have a dream you know blah 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 i that would have been felt? I don't think so. I, I, I understand the idea 100%. I, but I guess I wonder, or what keeps popping in my head is, is it sounds like you really, to do the work at least, like it's, it's one idea to um, become who you idolize, right? Like that's, but to go in and do the work, like you're saying, it makes it sound like you have to be really in tune with yourself which I feel like yes. isn't as easy. It takes a lot of work to be in tune with yourself and to actually hear those things. Well, not as much as you think. And I'll tell you why. It's like it doesn't take that much work to be in tune with yourself because we do so many things to consciously numb, escape, and distract from ourselves. So all we need to do to be in tune with ourselves is stop numbing, stop escaping, stop distracting, just sit inside by yourself for 30 minutes, breathe, don't breathe, write notes, whatever, right? right? Something where there isn't tons of distraction. How, how many people, I know for me it was years and years and years where every time I felt an uncomfortable emotion, I just numbed it. Right. Either through work or through a pornography or through some, some other form of... Uh, drama or chaos or conversation or whatever it was, right? All I needed to do to get in touch, all I need to do to get in touch with myself is 15 minutes alone. And if you can't do that, what does that say about you? Don't run. Right. That's what you're learning. In that, What is that that you're learning? So that is extremely uncomfortable. Okay, you went in, you found out there's something about yourself that came up from inside, wasn't that you're extremely uncomfortable with. What is it? Is it something you're doing? Is it a memory from the past that you can't let go of? Is there a guilty voice in your head? Is there a shameful part of your personality? Great. So those are the things that are now the work. You don't have to do anything. It's quite the opposite. It's the easiest thing to do. Like Shays Taub says, don't just sit there, do nothing. Don't just, don't just do, don't just, but don't just do nothing, sit there. Don't just, don't just do nothing, say something. Just, don't just sit there, do something, something like that. Okay. Don't just sit there, do something. Okay, that's the thing. Don't just sit there, do something. He says, don't just do something, sit there. 
That's it. Don't just do something. Sit there. It's See, when I see a guy like Chase, right? right. There aren't that many rabbis out on the platform. When I see a guy like Chase, what I feel is that this man has worked to get that information. He didn't read in a book. I met the people reading the book. And then they're re-quoting the book. When I hear him, and the reason I, I like having him here, and we chat and talk about different things, is that information, yeah, he, he read it in a book. Sure, he learned the Torah and everything else. But the stuff he's getting up and talking about, oh, man, he excavated deep to right. get it. And you feel it. And then you know it's real. And it's like, okay, this guy worked. He's earned the right to say what he's saying. He's not repeating. He's not just repeating his teacher's message. He got his teacher's message, worked to become that message, and now he's telling it to us. So it's all of that. You know, when you call an attorney, you're not calling him for him to say something. You're calling him for the 10 years he spent in school and the 20 years he spent practicing. And then you're saying, now, now say something. So what is the work that earns the right to right. it's because this and other things? It's that work of going inside. It's that work of going inside. It's that work of excavation. It's that work of meditation, of private time, right. of finding those things that bug us and going in anyway. It's that work of not escaping, numbing, or distracting. And then within that... What did you find? Okay, now share it with us. Right. Then, put the mic away. Go back in. Do it again. Get me something else new. Don't quote yourself from two years ago. Get me something else new. Shay said that. He said it's a disaster when I'm quoting myself. I didn't know what he was talking about when he first said it. Now I know. Right. It's so tempting. You got to do this stuff repeatedly. It's like, am I just going to quote myself from last time? They liked The audience liked when I said it last time. I got a good response. Don't do it. Don't do it. Say something new. Find something new. You've already shared that. Especially now, it's, you know, it's been recorded. They can scroll back to the old podcasts. If it's something similar, say what's similar, add to it. Add to it. Add to it. What did you get that's new? Right. I think it's time for me to go back in. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and it's, it's when you put it in terms of a Chase or a Martin Luther King, that, that lands. Before I was thinking of, um, you know, take like a uh, like a bodybuilder, an Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? You want to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, so you go lift weights, you eat healthy, you build the discipline, you do everything you have to do, right? But that's very different than what you are speaking of with a Dr. King or a Chase Taub or uh, you know a Rabbi Y. Y. Jacobson, right? That's a whole different kind of um, teacher or leader right like i was it took me a second to make that jump but now it it lands it it lands pretty heavy right like in terms of athletes like kobe had that man you just right the mamba mentality yeah there was just something about him right that just you know he you know he worked for that that wasn't there was a tenacity there was an energy to it that yeah he was a gifted athlete but he worked his ass off yeah he 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 didn't get there by sheer by talent. talent. Yeah. There were a lot of guys who you feel like they got there with talent. They got there with genetics. Even though, yeah, he was tall and jumped high and everything else, there was something about it that just right. hours and hours and hours and hours and hours in the gym. And he knew it. He right. knew it. What gave him the confidence was not, like, it wasn't empty. It was that he knew it. He's like, I've been in the gym at 4 a.m. every day for the last 10 years. Give me the ball. The other guys weren't in the gym then. It wasn't arrogant. He's like, give me the ball. Like, they weren't there at 4 a.m. They were sleeping. I was working. Give me the freaking ball. Right. 
It's that. It's and you just see it. You feel it from him. And how many generations of people have worked harder just watching this guy? Not because he said it. You felt it oozing out of him. Right. That's and that's the word, right? It just oozed from right. Him. This mamba. It's even got a name now, right? It's right. the mamba mentality. Right. And he had it. He had it probably more than any. More than any NBA player in the last generation, like he was the guy, possibly of all time. Jordan had it. I, suppose, I didn't yeah. follow. I didn't follow him as closely, but he definitely, yeah. he definitely had something. If you hear a story, you definitely know it. You know that he had a chip on his shoulder a little bit. But Kobe, you just felt it. And there's also another thing about him is it's like how he kept getting better. You know, he wasn't. He didn't come in as a amazing number one prospect and then you know number one pick and it's forever you know he just he worked jimmy butler's got something for sure right you know it's like dude like you came in and you're like a much better player 10 years into the league like this impressive stuff that's what i'm talking about yeah that like you know this guy's going in you know the guy's doing the work you know the guy's watching tape he's not like okay i made it to the nba let me coast i'm an adult now i learned i learned everything i needed to as a kid this is where i'm at no 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 keep going in that's where you get the gold, and that's where you got something uh, to deliver. Anyway, that's all I got. Time to the gym. <laughs> that's all I got, he says. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>